0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome to Scout the Game Week. Scout the Game Week is Fantasy Football Scouts weekly podcast brought to you by the Scout Network. In each episode, we'll look back at the game week we have just played to assess what we can learn to help us in the next round of fixtures. I'm your host Ryan from Football Chatbox. Let's Scout the Game Week. This week, I'm joined by Mark to discuss the upcoming Game Week 27. How are you doing, Mark? um
1: yeah away from football I'm, I'm doing okay thanks um yes off to las vegas next week oh. with a wedding included so that's uh so that's that's something and then fpl wise i don't know it might it might be a bad time to have me in a way because i just had a couple of red arrows which have undone a few green ones so it's it's kind of confidence is down a bit mm-hmm. on the team transfers are going wrong all of a sudden Defenders are dropping, sort of struggling to get more than two defenders out, so yeah it's it's uh mixed mixed bag, but I, f- I feel good about upcoming transfers and stuff like that, so let's hope that was the darkness before the dawn or something like that
0: fair enough, well, I'm looking at your team right now I've got it open as well on the side but overall you've had you're so far over overall having like a pretty good season into the top 100 and okay um near in now that fifty K mark. You were in kind of fallen out, but now looking to try and get back in as well. I guess the assumption is. Um I can see why you mean like defenders are dropping like flies, but then again, they're dropping like flies everywhere <laughs> for most people's defenses. Yeah. Yeah. Um so
1: yeah, at least those who had Trent Alexander Arnold I wasn't one of those, but like they're probably you know the same situation as well. So yeah.
0: Yeah. When it comes to Liverpool I I don't even I, I had Trent I sold him. I caught Jota and Darwin. They also got injured. So I had the whole... I All triple of my Liverpools that I got in, all of them got injured.
1: <laughs>
0: so, yeah, I've had to deal with that. But oh well, we'll that, that's now in the past and we're looking forward to um Game Week 27. And at the time we're recording, we've seen one half of the FA Cup results that have happened. Um, now, obviously, the second half of the FA Cup is tonight. Uh, but by the time this is out, you might have already watched this before the FA Cup or after the FA Cup. But let's get straight into it. Um, let's start with West Ham. Um, now they want 4 2, and Bowen scored a hat trick. Um, Paqueta being back for the team definitely helps. Um, but does this bring West Ham back into consideration with regards to players to consider for our team? Oh,
1: yeah, honestly, it was heartbreaking watching Bowen do that because uh, I'm sort of a a big jared bowen guy in fbl had him loads when he when he had that great season the other year, year had him all along had him for quite a lot of this season so it it, it felt like like a betrayal mm-hmm. to see him get that hat trick because they recently sold him for jota which didn't go well and would have bought him back now if it wasn't for the huang yes I know. It, bowen would have been the next one but once again sort of went for the the mass formal hype situation and and so, so to watch born do that was so yeah he's, he's definitely back in contention um regardless of what a manager does for a free hit 29 i would say even if uh certainly if they don't want a free hit yeah born should should certainly be one of the next three transfers but uh even if even if the intention is to free hit there, and he's still got Burnley Yeah, in game week 28.
0: Everton, Burnley, Villa. Not a bad set of three fixtures, to be honest. Yeah, it's I'll a nice set, set of opinions.
1: Opinions. Yeah. So, I'm mean, not a fan of buying players directly after a hat-trick, because I feel like so often it's followed by a blank. But, yeah, Bowen's definitely back in consideration, arguably... Uh, shouldn't have been out of consideration, but I think it was seven games without a goal. So it, it, the, the form was definitely against them. But as you say, sort of Pakita back and Kudus as well, like they're starting to get the band back together. And we've just seen an immediate rewarding of that for Bowen. Yeah, exactly. Um, and in terms of other players, uh, Ariola no. Basically, would love to sell him. Um that home game with Burnley in game week 28 is probably his last chance for me. But it does feel like having him and Debravka rotating for one spot. It's essentially choosing to play with 10 men right now.
0: Yes. I've had them for the last, I don't know how many weeks. I'll basically be playing 10 men. At this point, I'm like, do they get two points today or do they get zero? <laughs> is where I'm at <laughs> for the moment. But yeah. yeah. The-
1: the excitement is whether they get save points or not because yeah. it's, it's not going to be anything more than that. So, Ariola, no. Bowen, yes. And then beyond that, the only other one maybe would be sort of an outside punt on Kudus or Ward-Prowse. But, uh, but apart from that, I think probably it's only Bowen I'm personally looking to get in. What about you? Uh,
0: me? I think Bowen is has to be considered, especially like even those who are free hitting or not free hitting. Uh, not free hitting then you might consider, if you're free hitting then you can probably look into game week 29 although I think for this week specifically, a lot of us are probably looking at either Spurs, probably looking at Bournemouth, especially people looking at Solanke before the injury news that came out, but we'll talk about that later. Um, I think that's where the transfers are for this specific week. I also think, even though they scored 4 against uh, Brentford, I do believe Everton are a better defensive team um, in terms... And so, not going to be as easy for West Ham as they found it uh, in terms of West Ham... In terms of against Brentford. But, Paqueta being back and all, like, the band being back together definitely helps in terms of their attack going forward. So, Burnley, Villa, not a bad set. And we'll get to Newcastle as well at the moment defensively looking in 30, Mm -hmm. in game week 30 if anyone wants, because if people are thinking in wildcarding in 31 and you want that good 30 fixture as well, it's not a bad fixture at the moment. Um, Okay, so West Ham, I think Bowen uh, and no one else probably. Uh, Kudus is a cheap option, but I still think Bowen is that talisman for that team. Um, Now we go into City, but before we go into City, where do you stand so far with regards to like your chip strategy, given the results that we've seen so far in the FA Cup. Uh, yeah, I, I know some
1: people, unlike some creators, were sort of against free hit twenty nine the other week, but I disagreed completely. I, I I love using free hits in the blanks because it feels like it can't go wrong. Mm-hmm. Although those are dangerous words, yeah. uh, because you know if if you just cover the four or five well owned players. aren't going to hurt you and then just fill it with differentials full 11 and then you know it can really really boost the ranking and after the last couple of weeks where yeah i've gone from 33k to like 57k so love a free hit to sort of turn that around and get the season back on track but suddenly suddenly people are looking at the teams and really getting into free hit 29 so but then at the same time, it depends. It does depend on on Wednesdays cup matches because if if Arsenal v Chelsea comes available, or yeah. Wolves versus Bournemouth, which were halfway to, i I've just bought Huang and Solanke back in. So if if their match is on, all of a sudden it's it's quite close to an eleven. So, and it'll be a bit gutted with that because if if game week twenty nine becomes doable on its own, yeah. it feels like the chip might end up being
0: wasted. Yeah, many people won't free it as well, which means it kind of like, ideally, you want managers in a situation where at least half are thinking of playing a chip and half are not thinking of playing a chip or something, where compared to you don't want people all going, oh, we can feel 11 without playing a chip, because you kind of want that differential as well, in terms of being able to try and climb ranks. Otherwise, everyone starts Mm -hmm. to go very template, which has kind of been the season this season so far. The template has been pretty strong as well, so it's if I, you make it, it becomes a bit more harder to climb ranks, and you need those one or two players that go big uh, for you to be on the right end of those things to be able to then climb ranks. So, ideally, in a in a perfect scenario, I would love the chaos uh, of people having to decide whether they free hit or not free hit, instead of us being driven into a situation where we're going, oh, we can field eleven easily. Now, if Wolves versus Bournemouth also comes through, it makes it like even more sense where people will load up more. On Bournemouth and um, especially Bournemouth because of the double in 28 and then having a fiction in 29. Whereas now, mm. if that game doesn't happen in 29, people still have to decide, are they going to load up on Bournemouth in 28? If they do that, then they have to free hit in 29, or do they want to like go minimal on Bournemouth, like just one or two players, or even one maybe Solanke, and then not want to free hit in 29. So it kind of makes decisions, people have to make decisions, Whereas compared to that fixture happening, then the decision is kind of taken away is what I'm thinking. Um, but yeah.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, I really don't want to waste it in the end. So it was kind of, uh, so some of the reaction last night was, uh, people cheering on Brighton so that Wolves Bournemouth goes ahead. But secretly, I not, not so secretly now I kind of want Wolves to do it uh, just to nice. make three hit 29 a thing. And then after that, I was thinking the template team, my team is very, very template mm. it's which in itself is a problem because no matter how many double-digit holes are coming in from Saka and Watkins, it's doing nothing. Mm. Uh, So that's a problem. But it has good fixtures beyond 29, like 30, 31, Mm. 32. They're good fixtures. So I was thinking, well, three hit hit 29, and then wild card around 33, and then bench boost whichever one of those later ones – is more bench boosty. So that, that was kind of the plan. But um, And the other good thing with that is it frees up these next two free transfers. They can be anything. They don't have to be West Ham or Aston Villa players. It could, it could be anything because you can look beyond 30 with that. But... Yeah, but at the same time, I'd really love a proper goalkeeper as soon as possible, and uh, someone like Branthwaite and Estepinian is in defence. Yep. Conser, Charlie Taylor. So th- th- there could be a scenario where tonight I think it could look at a wild card twenty seven just for fun yep. because there's so many things I want to do to the team, but ultimately probably won't Fair wild cards.
0: Uh, Yeah, because I'm thinking... I'm still on the wildcard, probably 31, I'm thinking, um, is where I'm at. With the free hit, I am still open to it. And I think my decision will be made today after the Leeds versus Chelsea game. Because I have triple Arsenal. Now, if triple Arsenal, the game doesn't happen in 29, then I kind of have to free hit because I'll be forced into it because of that specific situation. Uh, But if that game happens, then I might be in a situation where I don't have to free hit in 29 it's very dependent on that game at the moment. Um, And if, let's say, I don't free hit in 29, then I'll probably free hit in either 34 or 37, depending on which one, and bench boost in the other one. That's kind of where my plan is for the moment. Um, Mm. So it's all dependent on today's FA Cup results, and then I'll I'll have an idea of what I want to do. Um, But yeah, so that's kind of the situation. And let's go to City uh, from FA Cup results. Now... I want to talk about KDB first because I bought him for the double. So he had one start in three games so far for KDB. Uh, I think that's by far the worst move I've done this season, hands down. Uh, But then he goes and gets 90 minutes against Luton and has four assists. (laughs) And Haaland comes up with five goals. Where was this when double gaming 25 was happening? I don't know. (laughs) But um, now the Manchester United is up next in the derby game. United fan, I think for City, that's probably an easy fixture, probably a great fixture to have City attackers for. And I've got triple City as well in Haaland, KDB and Foden. Um, you've got Foden and Haaland, if I'm not mistaken. Um, that's right. Now, I want to first touch on KDB because what would you recommend doing for those who have him?
1: It's hard to interpret the events of Tuesday night because as a non-owner I've been really relieved it is benchings and, and this, I think he sort of had a blank in between the benches, so it's 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 been great getting away with that. But what what does this mean? Does it mean he's a cup player? The fact that he's getting 90 minutes in the cup games and, and well what does that mean? Or does it mean he's back to his devastating best with four assists? And he did a tweet this morning saying, Good morning, how may I assist you? And it's like, Oh man, if it's sort of a
0: feels like back. <laughs> a
1: confident De Bruyne could uh, that that could be that could be juicy. Um, and then you see all the unused subs, like Foden and Rodri, Edison, Diaz, they were all unused. So what does that say there's, there's, in terms of the rankings? But at the, at the same time, I think they're against Man United and Liverpool next. Yeah. And that those games are so big that the Bruin probably will start both. Yeah. I would say now. If
0: he's 50th, yes. which he should be after playing 90 minutes. But yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. And... The, and you. You might not admit it, just in the same way I'm down on my own team, but they are tough games, probably.
0: Tough-ish. They, uh, on paper, they should be, uh, but given how... The I, I, the thing is, for me, if I was to be lightly optimistic, is our hope of trying to counter City on the break because of how transitional United have been recently. But at the same time, that transition transitional football helps City also to hit on the break and this is where KDB can spring those passes over the top to Haaland and Haaland is on the end of it, I guess.
1: Yeah. So there's a lot of logic to that. So owners, those who still have him like yourself, I mean, you've already lived through the pain yeah. of the benchings. So at this point, say so you may as well keep until either, week of, at least. either a wild card, Salah switch, or dead ending the team or something like that. But for the next two weeks, the prob- the worst is probably over with De Bruyne.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll have to see. I don't know what Pep has Pep Pep does Pep things to be honest. So we never know what he'll do for the be, the upcoming games. Is. Um, Foden, Haaland, still the next or the best City options apart from that.
1: Yeah, it it seems like I, I, every time I sort of got nervous about Foden. I think you he, you he, he went three games. Between his hat trick and the goal last week, he he blanked in three, and I'm thinking, oh, that maybe it's time. Maybe that rotation comes now. And then he scores the only goal at Bournemouth and and gets rested in the cup game, and it's it's like, oh yes, I think I think Pep's seen it now. Like for so long, um, he never quite gave him the keys, but I, I think he's got them now. Um, and yeah, he's a he's a great option to have. I was at one point sort of looking well when Salah came on and that, but, that day yeah. when Jotter yeah. and Darwin got injured and, and Salah came on I was thinking, oh well, Salah for Ford in game week 27 could could yeah. happen, but it's it's definitely not for, for reasons with both of them. It's it's not happening now. And yeah, he's a really good option. Haaland
0: he's he's he's, he's He's been a bit disappointed in his captaincy recently. Yes. Um, I'm wondering whether that has to do with KDB not being there. (laughs) Is my issue.
1: Well, certainly, yeah. Certainly, last night's events, uh, five goals in a match with KDB around, does suggest it might have been. So he's, of course, in. And Foden's done nothing wrong. I don't own a City defender. Mm. Um, They have kept a couple in a row, but I'm hoping that might be it.
0: Credit city defense has been hard, right? Because people thought Walker was a certain one. And he got Mm -hmm. benched before the double and then came on, got that 12-pointer for the double and then got benched again in 26.
1: Um, Oh, yeah. 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 And then
0: then when Ake,
1: when everyone, when Gladiol got hurt, it was like, oh, well, at least Ake's in for a while. Benched straight away. So I just don't want to play that game.
0: Yeah, fair. Unless you go Edison, which is a very expensive keeper, but there's not much upside to it, so... Like you and just... it would
1: solve the if money wasn't an issue that 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 would solve the, the keepers, Areola Debravka yes. one. Yeah. So if we're short term,
0: we got the money to do that for the next three or four game weeks, maybe. Maybe. Um. Actually, talking about keepers, let's go to, Bournemouth. Uh. Now they have Burnley and double up next, and the game in 2010, like we mentioned, depends on the FA Cup results for Wolves against Brighton. Now. If they do get that fixture in twenty nine, could Neto be an option for goalkeeper?
1: Yeah, totally. He, he was. He was definitely the first name sort of that came up when I was thinking about this because it's not so much a confidence in Bournemouth's defense because they haven't kept a clean sheet this this year. They kept four in seven at the end of last year, but but then it stopped. Um, so it's not so much a confidence in their defence, it would just be the quality of fixtures plus the quantity of them. Uh, their next three games are the promoted sides yep. in sequence, and and that looks good, as good as Luton have looked at times. Uh, it's kind of... Surely in that run, there's, there's at least one clean sheet there for, yeah. for for Neto. So definitely thinking about him. I was looking at Sinisi as well, um, because... When they had that really good run last year, uh he scored twice in a row. So I think he's the number four defender since game week 12, I think it was. So he's 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 an interesting prospect as well. Um, but decided to just go for a defender instead, fight one of those defensive fires with maybe take a stipendian out for sinasi So yeah, on, on top of Solanke, probably. You know, either a Bournemouth defender or Alfie Doherty probably comes in. Yep, fair enough. Nice. High next week. And then Iriola said about Solanke, we have to assess him. Mm. I hope it's not something big and he can help us this weekend. So
0: there's a little
1: bit of uncertainty over Solanke now for, for this Burnley match, but um, you would think that certainly by the double. He'd he'd be back because that was a fairly positive ish update. It was sounded yeah. quite important.
0: for me specifically. It's like I've got Darwin still in my team, um, and the ideal move that I wanted to make this week, which I was waiting, which I haven't made. I was waiting till the FA Cup just to see that nothing happens. I was going to do Darwin to Solanke this week. Now, obviously, the news came out with the injury, so I guess we kind of have to wait for Friday press conference to see whether there's a further update on that. Um, so I'm still waiting to see whether I should do that move or not. If there's if there's more positive update on the Friday press conference, then I might most likely do it. If not, I might have think about what do I do for this week? Do I roll a transfer? Or if the game happens for uh, in 29 for Bournemouth, I might probably do the goalkeeper move of moving one of Dubravka or Ariola out to maybe um, a neto. Just because of the fixtures. Even though Ariola has a fixture in 29, the quality of potential clean sheet fixtures for, for Bournemouth are way better than West Ham's potential clean sheet options. So, that could potentially pay off. Uh, with Senesi, the one issue I have is he's on 8 yellow cards at the moment. So, there mm-hmm. is that possibility he gets a yellow in 27, gets a yellow in the first game of 28, and then he's missing for the second game of 28. Because of the 10 game yellow card uh, um suspension.
1: So, yeah. But the, the way things have been going recently, that, that probably will happen because the last few transfers, I sold Bowen for Jota. Mm. Jota's now injured. Oh, no. Sold Solanke for Darwin when yeah, Darwin I did, I got injured straight away. And then Solanke hauled at Newcastle yeah. and then took a four point hit to bring Solanke and Huang in.
0: Oh,
1: no. And, and, Solanke's, now and Solanke's now hurt. Yeah. So. The whole thing's just I guess, awful
0: at the moment. I guess the question everyone wants to know is, who are you bringing in this week? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: there was a couple of replies like that. Just whatever you do, do the opposite. Uh, <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Things have been going okay for a while, but yeah, a bit of a bad transfer. Yeah,
0: now, if Sulank is injured in the forward line, would Semenyo be an option for people to look at, or would people maybe go for like Morris? Because you're not going to go for both because the double in 28, most likely people are going to have Haaland and Watkins alongside one of these strikers. Where would you mm. go?
1: Isomenio, he's been a sort of a solid option throughout the season because he's he's the cheap budget striker. that mm. he, he was the same at price as Archer, but he was actually Lane, doing stuff. Yeah. And even now he does seem to be probably in Iriola's first 11, Hmm. so certainly if Solanke is out, you'd hope that solidifies him a bit further. Um, Yeah, but then, as you say, he's a good budget enabler, but there probably wouldn't be the same confidence Mm -hmm. that there would be in Solanke.
0: Yep, fair enough. So then in that specific situation, I guess when we get to 28, we'll know whether a single game wicker becomes a captaincy option or whether <laughs> We still put it on the double game wicker. Yeah. yeah. Um, OK, uh, so we'll, we'll we'll see how what happens for the FA Cup for Wolves versus Brighton. But uh, let's move over to Spurs. Now, they have a fixture in 29 that many might be looking for Spurs players to get in this week. Um, They're facing a Crystal Palace team with a new manager who plays a very pressing game as well. Um. Which was, I guess, evident in their last game against Burnley. Um, so what's your feeling with regards to Spurs players because they've had a break? Unfortunately, we we haven't seen a game yet to know what that break is going to look like. We saw Arsenal have a break and come back and look like set piece monsters for some reason now. Um, Spurs on the other hand, we're still waiting on Pedro Porro as well. We don't know the injury situation on him. Maybe he'll be better. We don't know. So, where what what's your regards like in terms of Spurs players? Who do you recommend to get?
1: Yeah, it's, it's an interesting match because it's it's a team who's had a, a break versus a new manager bounce. So there is a bit of uncertainty around that. And in Palace, they kept a clean sheet at the weekend, and their underlying stats have been okay, even though the clean sheets had stopped for a while. So it's not going to be easy for Spurs. But I think a good a good thing about game week twenty seven is that again, there's no early kickoff. So I think the, the the first match. Well, there's actually six of them at the same time. The, the six Saturday three pm UK time games. So there's potentially up to twelve pre-deadline team leagues, which was great for someone like me who has Porro and Estupinian. Like it, it'd be it'd be a decision to see whether the transfer gets rolled or whether one of those guys hasn't made it because if Porro and those Udogi owners as well. You know, if if, if they come back, that, that will be of interest. Uh, it would be nice to find out pre-deadline. Yep. Either them And um, Still got Richarlison, so I, I would recommend him. I'm quite happy to have him, although at the same time, there's a real benching dilemma going on for this week because um, as a Newcastle fan, there's no way Huang has been benched against this lot.
0: Yeah. Absolutely no
1: way. But uh, but then it's if it's not Huang getting benched, it probably has to be Richarlison. So uh, they've all got good fixtures, mm. that's, so that's a bit irritating. Yep. But Fair Spurs, enough. yeah, Spurs players, if if uh, knowing that they have game week twenty nine guaranteed, and they've got Fulham, Luton, and Nottingham Forest nearby, it's I would definitely recommend getting some. And I'd imagine some people are if they want a differential for sure, Sun Jung Min mm. could be. He's 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 the best type of differential. He's, he's the ones where he is low owned, but he is a proven elite FPL asset who will definitely score goals. So he's like, you, you're getting a huge. There's no risk with Sun really. Yeah, true. So, but right, then I'm not sure about the others. Though, like uh, Madison, I don't know. Um, I like him, but I'd probably rather have Sun or Richardson.
0: enough. yeah, I think is still. Probably is that number nine. The only thing is, now that everyone's back, I think his number of minutes will reduce, which we kind of seen in the last couple games at least. That's probably one thing to consider. Um, Sun, obviously still really good option. Just tend to play left wing, though, for the moment. A so, bit of question marks in terms of how effective he can be on the left compared to playing that number nine spot. But then if Richarlison gets subbed off, chances are Sun could move to the striker spot as well. Um for those last few minutes. So we'll have to kind of wait and see in terms of that. Um poro If Poro is fit, will you play him for this game? Oh, I have a question. Would you play now? I've got Region. Would you play a Region at home against a Chelsea team that has played like 120 minutes? Mm.
1: Yeah, that's fair. And as far as we know, they could play 120 minutes tonight as well. Yes. Just that's a good game. Yeah. It could also go all the way. And in that case, Sort of back to back, yeah, 120 minutes that 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 is interesting for sure. Uh, maybe that means Palmer gets him. maybe the maybe the benching dilemma goes that way, but um, and I think again, you get early, I think Chelsea one of the early games there, yes. so yeah, and Um, Region, I would still play Porro if if we know that he starts, but uh, whether it's through injury or sort of losing form a bit mm. it, it has sort of calmed down with him mm. unfortunately so um region it's it's the hard one he's just he's just got minus one points at West yeah, Ham so it's kind of hard to be high on him right now yeah. but um but yeah it, it would be intriguing if Chelsea He'll
0: do play another one twenty yeah. yeah against Leeds if it had a hard time of it yep. who knows what state they're in. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, that's one to monitor and see. Um, okay, let's end it with captaincy. Who are your captain options for this week?
1: Uh, well, probably, well, yeah, Holland has been a captaincy disappointment because yeah. he got one goal as triple captain, and that was late, and mm-hmm. then he just assisted last week. So that that has been frustrating. But then, just just as just as hope slightly goes away he scores five goals in a cup match so I and he has a good record against man united it's he five does. goals and three assists from from his three league meetings so i think it's him there are there are some other really good games elsewhere yeah, though Saka so,
0: against sheffield Saka.
1: yeah Saka at sheffield united uh, He's he's seven goals from five mm. so i've been doing a bit of a stats thing in preparation um, you know, over his last five games, he's averaging 11.8 per match, which is just obscene. Um, has he got a tough opponent up next? Oh no, he doesn't. No. so that is a great option, Saka. And solanki at Burnley could have been one, but there's enough doubt there. Yeah, I think Bournemouth had a Sunday match, so we we won't even get unless Ariola is very kind mm. um, in his press conference. Uh, it's probably too risky. So. Watkins maybe at Luton but uh, it's probably going to be Haaland for me out of safety but Saka is very interesting
0: interesting. Um, we spoke about leaks right what if Salah was to start
1: Uh, uh, well even if he was to start it's you know will he get the whole game yeah that's true that's a tough one. And it's it's not like we're lacking in captaincy options yep. and then Salah comes to save the day. Even if Salah starts, we've got two two good ones there. Yep. So I think it would still probably go with Haaland with Saka just that's just behind. But yeah, that that would throw throw an extra option amongst it, wouldn't it? Are you are you
0: uh, yeah, yeah, I've been on Haaland. Uh I was even I was set on Haaland even before the five goals purely because of how, like how united are playing they've considered 100 shots in the last five games which is an astronomical figure so mm. I'm like yeah it's got to be Haaland the thing with Haaland is like he's been disappointed in captaincy but then at the same time KDB hasn't played like in two of those games in the last three as well so that kind of also plays an, a part to it now if if I see KDB starting this game which we might we will will we get leaks? No, probably not. Well we might get leaks, we don't know.
1: Probably maybe because the the, the ITKs are quite good. Yeah, that's right.
0: Thankfully. So we might get some kind of information whether KDB is playing or not. So if we do get that information, which I guess we kinda of expect him to start, I'm most likely going to Captain Haaland. With Saka being the vice captain. Um it's a shame because Saka is a really good fixture. But I, uh, equally, I think this United team at the moment, without Shaw and Martinez, it's a big loss. And I don't think Hoyland's still going to be fit as well. So attacking-wise also, there isn't going to be much threat. So City will most likely have most of the ball. Um. So yeah, that's where I'm at in terms of captaincy. Um, And before we leave, we do have a, a community question from, uh, let me bring it up. We've got one question from FPL Shake and Break, Brett. Um, so does Mark expect Newcastle to prioritize the FA Cup over the league, leading to better Newcastle assets potentially being rested in the Premier League games? Now, a lot of people have Gordon as an option. Um, mm. Where do you stand with that? I, I
1: don't think they particularly will be prioritizing, mainly because even though the bodies are starting to come back now and there's actually nine professional footballers on the mm-hmm. bench last night, which was a huge relief, but there's still not really the players there to rotate Gordon with. There, there is a situation where it could be Barnes on the left, Isak up front, but because they're both sort of being eased back themselves. And then, you know, Gordon is the consistent one. He scored last night as well. So it, sort of Gordon is the main man in attack right now. So and th- things are going not too well. I think the last thing you want to do is sort of drop your best player. So I think Gordon's probably safe. And then it's sort of going to be two out of Isaac, Almiron, Murphy and Barnes, and then further back like Trippier. Trippier, to be fair, he, he could... Uh, you know, maybe he does get arrested in one game because he's not. Unfortunately, he has slipped a bit, mm. uh, declined a bit over the last few months. So, there's there's a big push amongst the fans for Liv yep to get more game time. He's he he came in for a period, did brilliantly, and then was straight back to the bench again when when Dan Byrne came back. Uh, so th- there is a there is a scenario where Livramento gets one of the games, perhaps ahead of Trippier but uh i think popes not too far away but i don't think it'll affect the next few game weeks
0: Fair so
1: enough. yeah I, I think newcastle will probably not be rotating because i think i think how how is in a position where we, every win is really important right now and the performances have been so bad um we sort of really got away with it at blackburn in the cup and got away with it withdraws against Luton and Bournemouth so I think he doesn't want to put pressure on himself he, there's a lot of goodwill with him of course but uh you know if, if things go a certain way over the next few weeks there could start to be pressure and I, I just don't think
0: there's a reason to risk
1: it I think Gordon is probably safe.
0: Fair enough all right okay cool so we'll end it with that uh thank you for your time today Mark do you have anything to plug?
1: And just well fantasy football scouts sister site, fantasy football community is a is a brilliant place. So as well as FPL coverage, it's a it's a really big uh, place for Champions League fantasy, probably the best out there. And there's also a sort of Bundesliga, Serie A, MLS fantasy coverage. And I know myself and Lewis, FPL reactions. Uh we have a weekly podcast as well that's mm. worth a listen alongside yours. Um which is also on Spotify. So, so just, just there really, uh, fancy football community, check it out.
0: Okay. And obviously Champions League is coming, um, next week. So for anyone, like you mentioned, right, looking for articles, you can find it all over there. Um, and also you can find me, uh, football chat box on YouTube, where I do weekly videos and deadline streams. And also if you come up to this point, make sure to hit the like on the video and subscribe as well to find a football scout. That's it for this week's Count the Game Week. I'll be back after Game Week 27 and looking ahead to double Game Week 28. Green aerosol.